1: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com.
0: Welcome to episode 110 of The Women's Running Podcast. I am your host Esther Newman and she is your other host Holly Taylor. In this episode, we welcome back friend of the pod, Anna Harding, a woman who has knocked out a number of marathons and ultras. I wanted to get her back to pick her brains about tapering. However, turns out she's an old hand at the Great North Run, which I've just completed. So we kick off by talking about that. We talk about the brilliance of the Great North Run, the crowds, the route, the atmosphere. It was all such an incredible day and it's lovely to reminisce. Then I pick her brains about the taper that we're in the middle of right now before the London Marathon. Holly is also ramping up her miles towards her half marathon, so we talk about the goals we need to be thinking about on the days of our races and strategies to keep us sane and moving on those tricky miles. Anna has some fantastic advice on how to tick through the miles and also some spot-on practical advice for these last days before the marathon – with exactly what sort of running and mileage we should be doing in the last two weeks and what we also need to be doing to give ourselves the best chance on the start line. Two big takeaways here. Wash your hands lots to avoid catching any bugs in these last precious days and get lots of sleep. At the end of the chat, Anna has some big news about her next goal race. Put it this way. The Loch Ness Marathon is in a week or so and she's running it as one of her training long runs. So it's not that, it's a teensy bit longer.
1: Hey Hull, let's talk about how brilliant Mary Bras are. You run in one, don't you? I absolutely do. I run all the time in the Mary Solidarity sports bra. It's a high impact sports bra so it's really good for reducing bounce and I can even run downstairs with it without having to grab onto my tits. Marvellous.
0: I've also got the Solidarity. I was kind of amazed because I got the 32C which fits me. I'm a 34B and it fits me perfectly um, and you can also get the Empower, which is for sort of slightly smaller boobs. Um, Mary Bras come in a huge range of sizes from 28 to 38 underband and C to H cups. There are 52 sizes in total. So, whole. Um, let me tell you about how our Brilliant Bras came about. They were created by Mary Thomas, who is actually, get this, a woman in
1: STEM. A real life woman in STEM. I'm overcome with
2: awe. (laughs)
0: so mary noticed that most sports bras focus on the downward motion of boobs during exercise but didn't combat the upwards direction so she designed and engineered the overband technology which is this piece of fabric that runs across the top of the bras that stop your boobs from hitting you in the face technically speaking
1: amazing and god knows my boobs would be hitting me in the face without my mary bra i would marry (laughs) my mary bra if i could um (laughs) (laughs) They come in gorgeous colours as well. I've got the black, which I love, but the Solidarity also comes in green and peach, and they all look absolutely gorgeous, all the colourways. Plus, each bra comes with a 12-month guarantee. Hurrah!
0: And Mary offers free online fittings too, which is totally worth it if you've been running in the same grey bra for the last 10 years. Um, Mary does them herself, and she's really lovely, and you don't have to get your boobs out or anything. Uh, Mary now also has a collection of leggings and hoodies and the best tee I've ever run in which you'll see on pretty much every sweaty post of my Instagram page
1: yeah if you haven't clocked that t-shirt yet you've not been following Esther on Instagram um so check them out guys you're going to love them as much as we do I'm sure they're absolutely brilliant uh find them at mary.com that's m-a-r-e.com And enjoy, because they are honestly the best bras we've ever run in. No joke. Holly and I have got
0: some news. We are doing our first Women's Running Podcast live event on Zoom on Thursday, the 29th of September. The small catch is that it's exclusively for patrons, but... The massive upside here is that it's only two quid to become one of our patrons. And once you are, you also have access to our weekly Patreon newsletter. And we're planning to add more benefits very soon. Our live event is at seven o'clock on Thursday, the 29th of September. We'd love you to join us. And it's your chance to ask us whatever you like, within reason. Just go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to become a patron. And we'll send you a link to join us next Thursday. We can't wait to meet you.
2: Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, thank you so much for coming on again, Anna. I really I love it. chatting to you two. This is genuinely the highlight of my diary. Like, I've been looking forward to this since you booked me in. So thank you. Oh,
1: oh. oh. same, same. <laughs>
2: same. same.
1: It is. say that
2: to all your guests. I do listen to the podcast, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: yay it's so lovely to have you here Aww. um we've got so much to talk about because like well we like I I selfishly I wanted to get you on because um I want to talk about taper yeah. because I am currently in taper and <laughs> um I want to know what I need to be doing and when I should be doing it and how anyway all that kind of stuff so I want to talk about that um but the the big thing that Holly and I haven't talked about yet um, also want to talk to you about is because last weekend I did the Great North Run and
1: <laughs> we've not had a debrief. We've, we've literally not, deli- not discussed any of it. This is all fresh. It's hot off the press. Brand
2: new information. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on deadlines. So I've not been able to, like, come up for air, basically. But, um, mm. but I am off deadline now. I can come up for air. I can talk. Oh. But... but You just said, just a second before we started, you said that you've run it before a lot.
2: Yeah, I have quite a few times. I think I've done it about six times. So I lived in Newcastle for seven years. Um, I was a radio uh, newsreader in Newcastle for seven years. And when I moved there in 2010, I moved there in the May and the radio station I worked for said, hey, we've got some uh, charity places for the Great North Run do you want to do it? And at this point, like I'd never even done like a park run or really sort of even, I didn't consider myself a runner at all. And I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. I don't know what it is. Uh, And then it got to like the August and they were like, cool. So Great North Run's around the corner. How's all the training going? I was like, you have to train for these. (laughs) So I did a couple of runs and then, yeah, I did my first Great North Run in 2010 as a basically a non-runner. And let me tell you, I could not walk for about four days afterwards because I did not do the training. Oh, Oh They say that at these races, you know, you don't train to the full distance because the crowd carries you around. I mean, I certainly didn't train to the full distance and that crowd carried me around. So I don't know what it was like weekend, Esther, but Newcastle, South Shields, they are the best.
1: Yeah, tell us, take us through what was, yeah, what was it all like it was,
0: it, it was absolutely phenomenal. It was really weird. It was just quite peculiar because I guess it was just unlike any other – I haven't done millions of half marathons, but it was unlike any that I've done before. So this year I've done Brighton and I've done Berlin and I've done Bath bazillion times. And all of them I thought, oh, yeah, there's, there's crowds, you know, that's, you know, whatever. But I was unprepared for the level of support that you get it's it's absolutely bonkers you didn't there was just there was a literal roar like you know that last mile was I, I really had to try not to cry and people were calling out my name and I'd never really had that before and and I just thought, it's only a half marathon, guys.
2: <laughs> I know, I'm, like, I'm like, going to cry. I've got yeah. all the goosebumps. You know what it's like. <laughs> you know, when you go under the tunnel on the central motorway and everyone's shouting, oggy, oggy, oggy. <laughs> I know. So so whole, right? So you
0: mm-hmm. uh, where you start, you start, um, it's quite like not particularly salubrious. You start in the middle of a motorway um, oh. and you're thinking, well, that's not very pretty kind of thing but it's um it, it's kind of surreal because mm-hmm. you're running you're you're running on a motorway like an well, obviously an empty motorway so it feels quite yeah quite surreal i quite um, like that
1: slightly yeah, like so dead though i would maybe was, be a it, bit yeah
0: yeah <laughs> actually well the, it reminds me of because of my vintage it reminds me of with nail and i and there's a bit where they drive up the motorway and it's completely empty and it sort of reminded yeah. me of that um <laughs> so 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 there were yeah same sort of well yeah okay anyway Mm -hmm. um and yeah so you're you're running along there Uh, 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 more runners than I've ever seen in my entire life there were 60,000 this year oh my god unbelievable, unbelievable um so there I was trotting along desperately trying not to go fast because when you first start there's a kind of downy bit or a couple of downy bits yeah and I just thought, oh gosh, right. So I kept on. I was like looking at my watch more than I was looking at the people in front, just trying to pull myself back a bit. Mm. Um, which was a good tactic, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you go. You're going under passes and blah, 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 and there's this bit where you go under a bridge, and because it's echoey, and the the, the chant for Great North Run is Oggy 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 Oi Oi Oi, and so they start oh. shouting it out, and it's this really loud thing, and it's just. It's just amazing. I didn't have the breath in me to respond, but it was absolutely, yeah. That, it was Oh, just that's lovely. so lush. That's really it nice. Was so ni- it was so nice. And I, like I was, one thing also that I, I was very fortunate because I was able to kind of just join a wave when I wanted to. So I didn't have to go in my specific wave. Um, and, uh, and that was really nice because it meant that I set off quite early. I set off quite soon after the gun. Um, so I was all kind of yeah so so that felt nice and no kind of that I don't like the panicky waiting around yeah bit. I'm not panic pens at that. yeah
1: yeah exactly. no one likes a panic pen I was it's gonna wonderful. ask you you know you said people were, were shouting out your name were you did you have a top that said Mrs. Esther Newman on or were, were you just so famous in Newcastle <laughs>
0: not not the latter um i had it was written on my bib number so yeah nice okay (laughs)
2: okay that is a Um, top tip for any race day as well because some places don't some races don't have your name on the bib so if you get a sharpie and find a little gap definitely put your name on
1: it it. it's so nice that's yeah because my only real race experience i suppose because i don't feel virtuals and stuff but my only real race experience was bath half and i had a I had a vest with my name on. Um Ooh. though that one did say Miss Holly Taylor it was really embarrassing wasn't it. it? Miss I, I, Taylor. I I filled it in slightly wrong when I was applying for the vest I put my full name and so they printed the full name so that was against GDPR I'm sure. Um <laughs> but next I was time running... in like you should put in like professor oh yeah Holly. doctor the doctor reverend yeah. Holly Taylor <laughs> but um but that was so loud. On... I've never experienced anything like it because I kind of forgot and so when people were saying, come on, Holly, come on, Holly, I was like, what? And then I realised it was on my top. But for a moment, it was just, it felt like this kind of spiritual moment where everybody knew each other and loved each other and were supporting each other. And it was so nice.
2: Yeah. Oh, it, I was at, it did.
1: Sorry, carry on.
2: I was just going to say, I was at UTMB in August and we were cheering all the runners on past the aid station at like 70 kilometres. Mm-hmm. These guys have been through the nights in the mountains and we were cheering all the Brits on, sort of like cheering their names. And one guy was like, I'm sorry, do I know you? I was like, (laughs) no, your name is on your bib. And he was like, oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) That's hilarious. That's exactly what I thought. I had a moment where I nearly was like,
2: hello. (laughs) I
1: just was completely confused. Yeah, it's that kind of post kind of towards the end of the race delirium.
0: Oh God, well it, 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 I think it's, it, it, there's this kind of really strange feeling that you do feel like everyone knows you and that you should be individually thankful for the, I don't know, the support that they're giving you. But there, there were just, there were so many of them. There were, there was like maybe one or two kind of thinned out places, just one or two. Yeah. I mean, it's not like anything I've ever known. And then mm. even in the kind of the the deepest sort of suburbs where you just think, well, no, where you're kind of basically running, there were bits kind of in the last sort of half of it where I guess going into South Shields where you're kind of, it wasn't a motorway anymore, but it was kind of like a wide like a road kind of thing. And there were people's front gardens yeah. and their houses yeah. and just it was rammed oh Rammed. there was there was a guy there that was uh, with his own hose from his own front garden because it got quite sort of toppy in in terms of temperature was hosing people down you know so
1: he could nice. have been on a water meter. ice
0: pops ice pops yes. beer oh um, my
1: god trays
0: oh, yeah. trays of jelly babies so people weren't even just holding out bowls it was trays so that was easy yeah. to handle people and had a more COVID uh, oranges orange segments which yeah. I didn't make use of but I kept on going oh and desperately wanting one and I just thought how am I gonna handle it and I, I was worried because I'd i over gelled and I was like Ooh. I just might shite myself so I'll, I'll just stick away from mm-hmm. anything that anyone's handing me it it was just people were just giving out everything and they were shouting they were just cheering us on, and there were all the little kids wanted high fives, and they had power Aww. up buttons, and and like sort of with the kind of things that they were holding up. Every other one was for a specific person, but the ones that weren't for a specific person were just like "go you." They were just general,
1: "you're doing brilliantly." So it's like, oh guys, you're so nice. Oh, that's so, so, so I'm
2: Welling up a bit thinking about that. I know. it, it was it's really emotional. It, it, I yeah. have cried every Great North Run I've done. I've cried. It's just it.
0: It was it was such an experience, and I think, and like the last mile and a bit is like unforgettable. It's unfucking mm. forgettable that you're you're coming along to South Shields, and it feels all a bit unremarkable, apart from the fact that there is like a billion people shouting mm-hmm. and being encouraging. You're just like, well, okay, okay, plod, 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 and there's a bit of up, and you're like, ugh, could do without this kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, and then you see the glimmer of the sea, just a little bit, like a streak in front of you. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. This is all feeling a bit, you know, getting there, getting there. And then you you crest and you go down and you, cr- you sort of go around a little roundabout and then you go down. And it is the most beautiful downward bit because you're like, I'm going downwards because there's a lot of up and you're not talking about mm-hmm. the up. So there's <laughs> a lovely downward bit. And you hit the seafront and then you turn left and you've got like a mile left. And along that seafront, you have the most people that I've seen outside of a music festival all lined up, all gunning for you every single step of the way. Oh, my and God. the noise, the noise is unbelievable.
2: Unbelievable. It's a wall of sound. They've got all the charity buses down there as well. But that down, Esther, you know, like, oh, it's the best downhill ever. I hated it because it um, absolutely canes your quads.
0: It does cane your quads. (laughs) Is it steep? Is it steep? Yeah. Yeah.
2: and sharp
0: yeah you do you find yourself right you don't like sprint it you are just going you're trotting down like a goat aren't you (laughs) 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 it's just so nice not to be going up (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was just it was just like yeah it was lovely although there was um I I saw on social media there was someone like g and I've been doing loads of posts afterwards about it and that one guy posted that he could have done without the frequent Um, uh, 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 things to sort of say how many meters you were away from the finish. Um, (laughs) I I loved them because we turned the corner. Yeah, I loved it. But the the because when you turn the corner, it says like, um, did it say twenty kilometers? No, it didn't. It said, it said twelve miles, and so you knew you had a mile and a bit to go. And that, for me, that was fine. And I'm, um, but I kind of, yeah, I sort of agreed with him that I got to 800 meters, and I thought I can't be far away now. But then I started thinking about the length of a track, and I think yeah, two laps of a track. Oh god! (laughs) (laughs) And then it seemed to take really, really long time to get to 400, and then a very, very, very long time to get to 200. And and, yeah, it was Mm. all. It did all feel quite painful, but um, but yeah, oh my god, yeah, it was amazing.
2: Did you also see the best array of fancy dress that you've ever seen at that half
0: marathon? Ah, now I, yes, I did because I was overtaken by a dinosaur, which was oh. nice. I could hear, just hear this whisking behind me. I was like, what is that? And it was the tail going along the pavement.
2: We've all been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I think uh, actually, I think people reined it in this year a little bit because Uh, it was so different and it will be it would have been way 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 more different from the times that you found it because we had no red arrows
1: um
0: and I think there were there was fancy dress but there were a lot of people with kind of union jacks on union Mm. flags I should say and Mm -hmm. um kind of messages and things Mm. so it was I could see a lot more charity stuff and less bonkers like super super bonkers fancy dress and I think yeah there was a real flavour of, no, they hadn't been told, there was no message from GNR to say, rein it in. They no. just sort of said, do what you want to do to, in whatever way you feel is respectful kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think people yeah. maybe,
2: maybe did a little bit, but um, yeah. But it was, yeah, it was amazing. Well, congratulations on an epic race and what a brilliant, like, dress rehearsal for you. <sighs> yeah. The big one. Yes, we discuss, oh, we discussed the big one.
0: I'm absolutely pooing myself.
1: (laughs) I do that. Yeah, you don't need to poo yourself because you have done, you've done, I think you've done the hard bit.
2: You have. And that's that's what I was going to say as well. Like when you asked me to come on the pod and chat all things like taper, maranoia, race day and stuff, the main point that I had written down was enjoy yourself, smile. This is your victory lap.
1: Oh, Oh, yeah. I love that.
2: But yeah, the paranoia, the, the, the we'll it,
0: it just looms large, doesn't it? Because, like, yeah. like so, uh, to, not to carry on talking about me, but I'm going to carry on talking about me. Go for
1: um, it. That's
2: why we're I here. Please yeah. um, <laughs> oh do. This is Esther's, like, um, yeah. therapy session. Yeah, my the agony
1: God. aunts are here. The Aww. agony
2: aunts are in Thank the building. And don't forget what you're feeling as well is what a lot of your listeners will be feeling Mm -hmm. as well. Because if they've got a marathon coming up, they'll be like, Mm. oh, I feel like that too. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, I think actually that makes
1: me think just super quickly. We need to shout out the Loch Ness marathon runners. One of our lovely listeners emailed in and was like, oh, can you give us a shout out too? Because I think they're same day, 2nd of October, right? Uh, They are,
2: I'm doing it. Are you? There we go. We've got
1: representation from both camps today.
2: Yes excellent oh, in which case, oh, tell love.
1: me about tell me about your training.
0: What have you been doing, and and where are you? So you must be in taper two right?
2: Well, mm, mine's a bit different, and I would not take any advice from me on my particular current training cycle because I have a mega mega challenge coming up, which maybe I'll tease that I'll announce <sighs> at the end of this episode. Oh my oh. god, that's so exciting! Oh. Okay um so actually and this one's really really wanky and I'm really sorry everyone but the the Loch Ness Marathon's like a long run
0: oh my god
2: you are a marvel but you know that doesn't mean it's still not going to be
1: challenging as we've just said all of those long runs are the tough bit before you do your victory lap so
2: exactly yeah exactly so
1: have you done Loch Ness before
2: No, I'm so excited. I love Loch Ness. And by the way, if you're wondering, yes, I do think the Loch Ness monster exists. (laughs) I think so.
1: That's a condition. You're not allowed to run the race unless you believe.
2: No, I keep getting emails from him about the marathon. So obviously obviously he's a real
1: bloke.
2: No, Nessie? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> that's
0: up for debate, but fluid. Yeah, fluid. it's real. Um, <laughs> um, I because um, I've I've done the Loch Ness 10k, so I can't Ooh. I can't possibly compete. But I I and that, that's not even on a, any of the same route. I don't think. What Ooh. I remember, what I well, what I loved about it was it was a 10k that was all marginally downhill. <laughs> it was just like just the best. It was brilliant. Oh, uh, the marathon! I don't same
2: marathon's a um, bit lumpy. I think. Yeah, I think yeah, I've I heard rumours
1: a... that there are lumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I think it's fine.
0: I think there's. I think there's a. Isn't there? There's an incline, sort of not too far away from the end, which is a bit the unfortunate end. in terms of placement. But um, yeah. I do. But I yes. remember. I spoke to. There was a lovely because there was a few of us doing the ten k and a few of us doing the marathon. I remember speaking to someone who hadn't trained massively ahead of the marathon and they finished and they were fine and everything. And I was like, what was it like running around the outside of Loch Ness? That must have been absolutely amazing. And I remember her saying, oh, I didn't realise we did. So <laughs> she <laughs> she was quite, I think she was in a little bit of a pain cave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <that> was-
2: <laughs> it's quite oh. big
0: see Loch Ness, isn't it? So-
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think you... I think you just have to look to your left and it's literally there it on the mountain route. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but let anyway. us know, Anna, if you do see
1: Nessie herself. Of yeah. course. Yeah.
2: Of course. So I didn't realize but it was around the actual lock itself.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 yeah it yeah. goes up
2: the side. You start down at the bottom. You get bused to the start, which is at the bottom of Loch Ness. I have checked the route out, so do mm-hmm. go down the lock, And okay. then we run all the way back up to Inverness, which makes it sound like it's probably just going to be 26 miles of uphill oh not,
1: it, be. it won't it no, won't surely <laughs> geologically impossible i'm gonna go yeah. with yeah there must be some no, are you
0: <laughs> i I, I, mean, I just i think i loved all of it because i really like inverness and yeah. um and are you flying are you
2: training am i flying,
0: flying or training
2: good point i think i'm training better for the environment isn't it It is better for the environment. You trained to
1: Great North Run, didn't you as well? And that that looked quite nice, quite a nice relaxing way to get home with tired legs training. Oh God, don't talk about the way home! Oh my God, of
2: course. Okay, I have actually we haven't discussed the
1: race at all, but we have discussed the train journey home a little bit. I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, but like
0: I didn't say to Holly <laughs> anything about the run. All I said to her was, "Oh my God, I saw Hugh fernley Whittingstall at yeah. Bristol Temple Mead."
1: <laughs> <And> that's not <laughs> the bad bit. If Hugh fernley Whittingstall is listening, that's not the bad bit. <laughs> no,
0: that was amazing. It was a little, a little moment of joy in what was otherwise distressing. That I'd had, I'd been on a on a train for, like, I mean, it was close to six hours by that stage, coming from Newcastle down to. Um, Bristol and um uh and I d- I just had a succession of just shitty people on the train in the Ugh. carriage mm. I know and it was just like it was one unfortunately it was like one marginally shit person w- w- would be on there being marginally and irritating they they'd leave and they'd be replaced by someone who was just incrementally just a bit more irritating oh, no. until it reached a kind of zenith with with these two really really irritating bastards sat behind me just being horrible and making comments about people in the coach and being all uh. we'd had it for about an hour so I, I went off and I did my duty by running up to the front of the, the train to um, say to the train driver bastards in coach D by the way can you do something about it because they're making everyone miserable um, but as I did so I, I ran past Hugh and I thought, should I warn him? And I was like, I don't have enough time. The train's about to go. And he was about to get on the train. I'd come off.
1: Do you so think he, could he got well on him. that carriage? He was getting on. Oh. oh, dear.
0: And I mean, God knows what what kind of level of awful he had to encounter. Because he's, you know, he's a known person. Would he have
1: spoken up for himself? I don't know. I don't know. Would Would, the, would two teenage boys, boys though, have have known? What Hugh? Hugh Fernley is. I don't, I don't know whether they would.
2: As far as I'm
0: concerned, do you not think so? No.
1: No. Um,
2: and also, do you not think he might have just trotted off to first class? Yeah,
0: probably. He did. He was. He was definitely going in the direction of not first
1: class.
2: Oh. that is so
1: humble.
0: <laughs> I think he's humble. I think because I think he was trotting back to River Cottage or wherever it is, and, <laughs> and yeah. Going pure standard on a really crappy train. Carrying his
1: radishes that he'd freshly (laughs) like that. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so that was a highlight. Exciting. Yeah, that's a good highlight. That's a good highlight, but I'm sorry you had to endure nasty teenagers on the way. On the way down. At least
2: it was on the way, not on the way back. Yeah, on the way. Have a lower tolerance on the way back once you'd run a half marathon. Yeah, (laughs) 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 yeah, it was fine. It was fine on the
0: way back. But yeah, so I've come back, and um, and and oh, oh, okay, right. So so my training, what I decided to do was I, in the end, I did three three runs over twenty. Yeah, in the end for my long runs, except that. I did. So I did 20 point something. I did 21 point something. And then the weekend of the Great North, I did seven miles running in circles. And then I did the Great North. So I did. Yeah, I saw
2: that. I saw that on your Strava or on your Instagram and was like, you are a wonder woman. You are a wonder woman. It did look bonkers
1: seeing those two runs. I've got seven. I know. Yeah, I've got seven alone this weekend, and I'm feeling slightly ill already thinking about it. It's all <laughs> relative, though. Holly. All relative. That is true. That is true. that is true. Sorry, I disappeared from view there only because I need to grab my laptop charger quickly. I just suddenly uh, disappeared oh, and, and reappeared. But yeah, I, I, I do, I do appreciate that. I know it's all relative. I feel as the weeks go on as well because I'm not tapering yet. I've still got a month, a month today uh, until mine. And because it's a half, I'm only doing, I think, sorry, I'm really not doing this subtly. I was hoping to do it subtly, but I keep dropping things. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, I'm not um, doing a massively long taper this time, which I'm a bit nervous about. And it's mainly because mm. I missed a chunk at the beginning um, with anxiety, a little bit of illness, Um, that meant that I kind of started, had a bit of a jittery start to my half training, because I did up to four miles. And then I had like 10 days where I did absolutely nothing. And then I picked back up again from five miles. So I missed a long run in between. So I've got the choice to go up to 10 or 11, but only have like a week to taper, or whether to go up to like, nine or ten and have two weeks taper it's not ideal it's all a little bit far from ideal but i do feel like every week as i run a mile further i get back into the swing of it i feel a lot more confident about it um i've been also actually trying to do my strength training and stuff this time guys i've been seeing your face a lot anna I feel like a bit of a fangirl. I feel like a bit of a fangirl, actually, because the last time I saw you was not recording a pod. It was on my screen on YouTube following your Russian twists or whatever I was doing. Yeah. So I've been trying to do my strength training. I've been trying to kind of just feel like stronger generally as I've been doing it. But, yeah, it's a little bit it, – it's, it's not ideal. And I was also – I've been training with my friend. So we've been doing our own thing during the week but then meeting up for the long run – um it's so nice it's really lovely and I think to be honest she's sacrificing a little bit because it's probably a little bit slower than her usual pacing she's quite speedy but I think it works out quite nicely because it motivates me and spurs me on and it stops her from going out too fast for that long run so but she also thought because I've just been slightly blindly going she goes seven miles this week and I've been like okay let's go for it then And not really having to do huge amounts of thought about it myself because I've kind of been like, oh, Lex has got it. She knows what she's doing. She texted me the other day because she saw a road sign that said Bath closed on the 16th of of October for the bath. And she very, very well nearly did puke because I didn't realize, I presumed, I was like her timing seems a little bit off, but maybe we're going to do some bigger jumps towards the end because Esther and I talked about maybe doing some like mile and a halfs um but she had no idea she thought it was the weekend before the weekend after sorry she thought she had a whole extra week I know so her heart did literally fall out of her ass um (laughs) mine didn't I was just like oh I'm doing I'm, I'm very lax about it I don't know what's come over me it's the only way that I've been able to kind of get past the anxiety of it all is just to kind of go with the flow run a bit longer every week until I feel like I'm ready to go for it really so I've got seven tomorrow morning yeah yeah you'll be great
2: absolutely fine the thing is as well with the taper you were saying about like well maybe I'll just do a one week taper and I think for a half marathon you've got to remember that actually sort of a one to two week taper does work yeah like as long as you feel happy and comfortable and confident in what you've done with your training and if you feel like you need that extra week and only have the one week taper in order to feel confident it's far better to feel confident than be absolutely shitting it that you haven't done enough and then you know that half maranoia as you know yeah well then you'll get all your doubts, you have a terrible time. And, you know, it just brings all that negativity back in. But if you feel happy and confident that you've done what what you want to get to, it's like with Esther with the long runs. Esther was saying last time we caught up, you know, you feel like you have to go over 20 so that you've got it in your head. Mm. That you, that's, what, that's what you need to do to get to it. And that's fine because there isn't a one-size-fits-all, like plan or magic mile number for everyone or for anyone really. It's all, yeah. it's all the little building blocks that you've done that add up together. So yeah. that's very
1: true. Thank you, Anna. I, I needed to hear that because I feel like I, in the back of my mind, I know that I don't need to be worried about it. It's only when, because I actually do feel strangely quite confident I think someone told me once, I think, it, I think it was our boss, Esther, who he does loads of, he's very, very speedy and sporty and does loads of running. And I remember him saying to me, if you can run seven miles, then you can run a half marathon. And I think it would be horrid, but yeah. Yeah, I think that stayed exactly. in the back of my mind that I know I can do that. I did six without stopping last week. I enjoyed it. I felt good. I felt in my flow. Like, I know that I'll be able to do that. So if the worst did come to the worst, I could walk run that I could do and, and, and it would be absolutely fine. So I think I'm determined to feel relaxed and not overly stressed about it and just bring the best kind of training I can possibly bring. And if that means my longest long run is 10 miles, when ideally I'd probably like to do 11 or 12, then, you know. So, uh,
2: yeah, it's absolutely. Know, what works for you and that's you know let's not forget that the walk run method actually some people end up getting quicker times than they would if they'd run the whole thing because it works for people and it's you know it's mm-hmm. a, a proven way of of running races so many people do jeff there's like huge communities of jeffing yeah um walk run walk run people and that's the thing i think your boss was probably right if you can run seven miles you know you can get round 13.1 and also it, it depends on what your goal is for the day do you want to just finish it do you want to finish it comfortably do you want to run the whole thing without walking like
1: get mm-hmm. those goals
2: in mm-hmm. set your abc goal and yeah. make sure that they're achievable and you know you, you're then bound to have a better day than if you sort of go in a bit blindly and go oh. Half
0: marathon panic. Oh yeah, yeah I definitely. I think, I, sorry, Esther. I'm sorry.
2: No, go on, Holly.
1: Well, all I was going to say, just to finish my little ramble, was just that I think, I think I my initial A goal probably was to run it in under two and a half hours, and I've realised that actually, as an A goal, I think that's a little bit intense on myself because I I had the kind of wobbles with anxiety and stuff, and actually. I might well still do that and that would be awesome. But to reframe that as just, yeah, my egg goal being finishing it and getting over that finish line, because to be perfectly honest, I know I'll be ridiculously chuffed with myself, whether that's in three and a half hours or two and a half hours. And I will feel, yeah. uh, I mean, very worthy of going and having a huge roast and a pint, whatever, whatever <laughs> my time is. In fact, the more time on my feet, probably the more roast potatoes.
2: Yep, definitely. Yeah,
1: definitely.
2: yeah so Eat yeah, those because, roast potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for
0: absolutely sure. I, I was just, I was just going to concur with all of that. In that, I sort of promised I wouldn't talk about this, but I, I think I will talk about it. <gasps> oh, um, I want to know so now. When, well, um, when I was mm-hmm. running um, the Great North Run, I, in my head, I, I had kind of it felt like I had zero goals, but I definitely didn't have pressure. So one of the reasons why Brighton didn't work out for me is because I, I did have a goal in my head where I was like, "Oh, it'd be really nice to get under two or something like that," mm-hmm.
2: um,
0: and I I didn't. I I got a, I got for me what felt like a really bad time, and um, I I kind of didn't enjoy the race very much, and I didn't. You know, I was quite—I was pleased I'd, I'd done it, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. It, it was my first time on as on the start line of a race for for a very very long time at that point, and um, and subsequent to that, we spoke to Josephine Perry,
1: didn't we? About
0: oh, I know,
1: She's oh lovely. my god, and we spoke she, to her about really was like a a reset in our lives, wasn't she? Oh, she completely—it it was amazing. Yeah. It, was, it
0: was kind of it was the idea that if, where she was talking about. You know, you have to figure out why why you're doing it, like what, what your values are, mm. um, and and that has really really helped me. It really helped because I realised that Berlin was so much easier than Brighton, almost because Brighton I'd done sort of poorly in, so I had I had Brighton's time in my head rather than my PB time. So, men, I and, and also because Berlin was so kind of alien to me in you know in terms of the city in terms of the route, didn't know what was going to go on mm. that I just sort of even subconsciously I was like just fucking do it, yes. <laughs> you know your your goal is to just complete, yeah. and I did it six minutes quicker than I did Brighton, yeah, and and I was trying to hold myself back, and so when it came to Great North Run now that I've got I've piled up a few halves I, I did just sort of think to myself this still is alien it's still mm, a race I'm unused yeah. to. I'm just gonna go at my nice pace that I feel comfortable at and I will just and I'm gonna really and even my dad because my dad was in the crowd and he would commented afterwards because he was getting updates on the app and he was like you did every single mile at exactly the same pace oh I kept on holding myself back trying to you know <laughs> yeah um so that was really good. Um, but I was also running with my brother-in-law. He was doing it at the same time and he had a horrible time. And one of the reasons why he had a horrible time with it were because like, so I spoke to him the night before and he had some real big goals, but he'd not Mm. done much training. So he had, Mm. he, he, his goals were, were, were comparative to like races he's done like years before, years before having a tiny, tiny baby. Yeah. um and he had you know he had a, a really kind of fast pace that he wanted to achieve and he had this he was like first half of the race I want to do it in this pace yeah. the second half I want to do it. anyway I had all this stuff going on and it didn't work out for him and he'd never done it before and he so he didn't enjoy it and you know he finished looking quite sort of miserable and I I just brought home to me that thing about the a b and c goal thing Um, And and also doing your prep, because although he'd done a half marathon before, since I think he'd done a half marathon, he's always been training using kilometres. And he thought thought that 20 kilometres was a half marathon. Oh, no. So he saw the 20 kilometre sign and didn't realise there was another kilometre to to go. And I think it destroyed him. Yeah. So it's like. A, the learns from that is A, do your homework, B, it's all those different goals that you were saying that A, B, C and finding out your why, are you doing it just to get around? Because I think a whole, you know, like apart from anything else, Bath is going to feel so, so different from the
1: last time we did it. I know. And honestly, I genuinely, it's going to make me emotional, but with you saying what's your why, I think when I first signed up to do it, my why was to get um, under my two and a half hours and I really wanted to get... get a better time than I did last time. And I wanted to feel like even though I would had a lockdown of basically just sitting down and eating crisps and not doing anything, I could still achieve exactly the same half marathon time or better. And I was going to smash it. And now I don't think those are any of my whys. I think my why is literally just to prove to myself that even though I've had a really tough time over the last couple of years, I my body can still do amazing things. And I don't care how fast it does them. I just care that it can do them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: that's so rushed. I don't know how you didn't cry. I'm literally. I know I'm sorry wobbly.
1: Yeah. I was nearly <laughs> crying during my training run last week, guys, because I was like, because um, I was running along with Lex, and she was like, "Why don't we think of a person for every mile, and that can really help um, us dig deep, and we can, yeah. you know, think about someone that we want to make proud or that we want." And I thought about the I thought about the the listeners for one of my miles, and I wanted to make oh. them proud. But also, I was thinking about my dad trying to make him proud, and I was just ending up. I had I had to you know I had to do how are your toes feeling how are your heels feeling instead because I was like I can't do this I'm gonna burst into tears I'm not gonna be able to see oh.
2: <laughs> I need windscreen wipers
1: London. on my eyeballs to carry on this run
2: <laughs> one thing I did um so Sharifa um mm. a, a friend of women's running yeah. um, we, we did her longest ever run in training for the London marathon that didn't happen
1: oh yeah
2: and. I think we ran about 16 miles or so and every mile um at the start of the mile uh, when my watch buzzed I was like right gratitude mile so we did things that we were grateful for each mile and that was really lovely because it some of the conversations that we were having that were linked to the things that we were grateful for ended up lasting the entire mile <laughs> because it opened oh. like a whole new box, oh. like Pandora's box and running is a bit like therapy like I know it doesn't make yeah. nice talking therapy, but if you've got a really good friend to run with and you can have those conversations you know you end up getting Definitely. a lot of your chest so yeah if you can't do thinking about a person um because it makes you emotional mm-hmm. then try the grass stuff. It can also end up being emotional warning oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I love
1: that though I think I will suggest that to to Lex for our our seven miler tomorrow I think that'd be really nice Something that we're grateful for every mile. And 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 the talking thing keeps you at a really nice pace, doesn't it? Because full disclosure, there are definitely some miles, perhaps more than miles towards the end, that we have to just Mm. listen to each other's breath and be satisfied with that. But you know for those middle ones where you've kind of really found your groove you're not in the difficult kind of first couple of miles anymore but you're not in the last painful ones that is such a lovely distraction and so nice for keeping you at a steady steady pace when you might have the urge to start pushing yourself a little bit further but you should maybe not then yeah yeah, really nice to have someone to talk to what were you going to say as someone who doesn't really enjoy that usually um i I have run with people. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: She says, oh, <laughs> "awful people." No, I have run with people, and um, I remember being um, surprised because I, I like out of no, I think it was last summer, um, and that I just randomly, <clears throat> sorry, um, went for a run, went for a fourteen miler with a friend, and I've never run with her before ever. Mm. And and we were both really worried about it and we had to really check our garments the, the night before just to check that our paces were the same because we both felt really concerned because she's younger. And I was like, oh, you're going to just want to go off and don't want to hold you back. And Anyway, mm. it worked out absolutely fine. And I was really surprised by how easy it It's so much easier to talk to someone when you're running along with them than it is when you're face to face with them because you don't have to look into their eyes, which I really, yeah. for someone that finds that kind of contact quite difficult i you know when i talk to you for a long time on the podcast you will find me just floating off like this because i can't find it (laughs) so like i'm quite you know tricky so i really like that but normally i run on my own and i listen to um audio books and um and i have made a decision which i'm really pleased with for the marathon which is because um, I'm coming to the end of one at the moment. And, and to find the correct audiobook is tricky because yes. the one I had before this one was a weeper. And it's, it's, it's less mm-hmm. to do with the crying in your eyes. It's the way that your throat constri- constri- constricts Aww. when you're really sad about something. So that was hard. And um, I've, I've tried, I realised that it needed to be kind of more fluffy than I would read as a normal book but mm. not too fluffy where I get irritated with the writing. So that, mm-hmm. that's been a bit of a learning curve. Anyway, so my decision for the um, London Marathon is to have something that I've listened to before.
2: So oh, that, something nice. that, I, that I
0: know is good, but I'm not going to feel annoyed that I've missed great big chunks of because I've been concentrating on like being alive and mm. moving forward. So, mm. um, I, so I, I just have to figure out what that might be. There was one book mm. I really wanted, but it's only four hours and two minutes. So I'm not going to have that one. Mm.
2: <laughs> That's longer. quite short. Is it?
0: That feels quite
2: short.
0: Uh, it is short, but it's the best book in the world. And it's the book, it's, I, I think I've banged on about it before. <gasps> is it the Georgia one that you Pritchett. were listening to in Berlin? Yeah. Uh, I, I think I, it was just before Berlin, but I just wanged on about it. It's called um, My Mess is a Bit of a Life. And for anyone mm. that has any kind of anxiety, or anything like that. Yeah, Anna's writing it down dutifully. I'm going to do the same thing. So easy to read. She's the writer or one of the writers for Succession, but she's also written for Thick of It, Veep. <gasps> she's an absolutely astonishingly good writer. Yeah. Went through a bit of an anxiety crippling thing, mm. was told to write everything down. And this is her memoir. And it's in little bite sized chunks. And it is by turns hilarious astonishingly kind of moving um Mm. and and it's only in like paragraphs and so you can I told my next door neighbor to read it and he did it in the morning because it's so (laughs) quick to get through I think I've bought six copies to give away to people so far because it's because I just anyway anyway I can't do that so I need something else so I'm just going to go back and find one of my faves um it might be the Thursday Murder Club
2: I was going to suggest that oh have you read read the man who died twice yes I have yeah I love that one too well I the new one's out I know the new one's out so I could do that couldn't I I'll
1: do the new one because then you've got would you not find it easier to stay Mm. focused on on a new thing
0: I I, yeah because I don't want to well I guess I could listen to it again in my own time because if you've did you listen to the modern audiobook or did you read them both (laughs) So you got Leslie Manville, <laughs> didn't you? She's amazing. It's like oh, good. That, that, That's such a good combination, isn't it? Yeah. She's perfect
2: for it. Um, Absolutely anyway. perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, oh yeah, isn't he a great writer?
2: Oh, so- he's phenomenal. So talented. But yeah, I, I think I agree with Holly in the fact that if you listen to something that you've listened to before, do you not fear that your mind may start to wander because you're giving it the freedom to be like, now I've already <sighs> listened to this. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if I just kind of yeah it's yes and no isn't it because it's be-
0: I remember it It kind of it so depends on the book that's the thing and if it's an unknown mm. it's like I'm not sure it's gonna keep me occupied when I need it to yeah keep me occupied. that's a
1: point it's Richard Osman. yeah
0: it's Richard Osman, though. that's Richard Osmond that's true, mm. that's true. Like I, I do the, the London virtual that I did I was listening to something really really weighty and I think it was um it was either Half of a yellow sun, which is a great big thick number, or mm. um, it might have been um, it might have been a David Mitchell like um, yeah. a, like Cloud Atlas or something. Like. Anyway, it's massive, yeah. massive thing, and it was and 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 bits of it I found good, and bits of it I found dull. You know, tough, yeah. tough. Yeah,
2: because yeah. I find I listen to true crime podcasts on my long runs.
1: Me too, Anna.
2: I love it. Um, And I found on my long run at the weekend that I did start, I've got a terrible blister on a blister at the moment on my little toe. And I'm I'm with myself about it because I'm not a blistery person. And it's, it's, they are debilitating, debilitating. Yes.
1: Um,
2: In the sense, in, in like the most ridiculous way, because it's just a tiny little thing on your little toe. But every time your foot goes on the ground, you're like, ah, this is really sore. Um and so I found actually at the weekend that my mind started wandering to the blister. Mm. And um and I had to keep going back on the true crime podcast because I was like hang on a minute who's this person that's just come into this oh, I don't
1: understand.
2: Oh yeah. It. So it that can be irritating,
1: can't yeah. it? What are your faves? Yeah. What are your fave true crime ones because I'm looking for some at the moment. Um I I'm quite a fan of
2: Red Handed. I quite like them. Yes, Red Handed is great. Um I'm currently Listening to Up and Vanished.
1: Oh, see, those are more my kind of thing, where it's like a long serial thing of like ten episodes, and they try and uncover a a, a mystery.
2: Yeah, okay. so that's what I'm listening to. And then there's also one called Le Monstre, which is based upon um, someone who kidnaps people in Belgium. Oh. Okay, nice.
1: Sorry, not nice for them, but.
2: no no no. no, no. No, but uh new new uh long run product and also i also listen to um the women's running podcast as well oh Oh, that sounds good i've heard of that one
1: (laughs) yeah I, i i don't listen to our pod when i run because i just always think i don't want to listen to my stupid voice but I have been tempted recently. I did think because I'm doing a three miler after this podcast and not in a very holy I'm running twice in two days way in a very unholy I skived yesterday day way. Um, But (laughs) so I need to I need to run after this. And I was thinking I was like, should I stick a women's running podcast on? Because sometimes I wonder what we talked about. (laughs) It's usually a I load suppose. of shite hall. Yeah, I know. That's why secret. I don't go back because I think, well, that was really funny once, but it's not going to be funny again. <laughs> I was there the first time. Yeah, exactly.
2: You, had to, there. There, you so. had to be there.
0: Yeah, like, you had to be there. Right. But talking of practical value, um taper. I need taper oh, yeah. So I have been... So, say last week. So, if we pretend that last weekend was my longest run, which it wasn't, mm-hmm. and it was a game of two halves anyway, so I don't really, I don't really in my head think it existed as a long run. It was definitely oh, two what? runs.
2: It did that's for sure. It, it know, did, really. and it definitely counts. Oh, so um, was the gap between the two of them? There was a gap. No, but what of what? What were um, we talking?
0: I think it was forty-five minutes.
1: <laughs> oh come on,
2: Esther. <laughs> right so that's that's the last long run then <laughs> it doesn't matter it doesn't matter physiologically bit- you have still moved in the like the same amount now look I'm not an, a massive advocate for splitting your long runs if you are training for a marathon do not take this as advice of oh well then I can go and do all of my long runs 10 miles and then have a break and then do 10 miles like that's not what I'm saying mm. but if it then if it's necessary for you to do that you're still covering the miles. You've still done your long runs, and now, now you're in taper. Now I'm in taper. What I
0: <laughs> m- m- a lot of my maranoia is because I don't think I've done enough technical stuff. Mm. So I I definitely can't actually remember the last time I did hills. I think that might have mm. been even before the summer. I think I did any mm. kind of hill repeats, mm. um, and I've tried to do some tempo stuff and i've tried to do sort of intervals but they've been more fart lecky than kind of anything else mm-hmm. um i don't know if I I, I I maybe i've managed to do it once a week but even mm-hmm. looking back through my garmin stats it's you know, you know, like it will kind of color your runs. It colors yeah. them orange if you've done them faster. And when sometimes when I've gone balls out, it doesn't color them orange. It's still <laughs> like green. You've done a green run. I'm like, I was, it wasn't a green run.
1: Oh, I don't even want to know what it would give some of mine. Don't, oh, God.
2: Don't... worry about it look the technology is there to help us it's there as a guide it's not there to be the be all and end all and and what it says goes okay you are typically doing the absolute epitome of maranoia right now you are fretting you're worrying you're wanting to cram in some stuff because you don't think you've done enough all of these things are very detrimental to your overall performance on race day. And it's very easy for me to sit here and say this because I haven't got a taper. I'm not in taper, but I know how it feels because I have done this. I've been there and it's completely normal, first of all. But that stress and that pressure that you're putting on yourself internally still has an effect on your body. So our our nervous system is very much linked to our physical, you know, well-being, And if you're stressing, you're gonna, you know, upset your stomach or like feel really tense or what have you. So I ended up injuring myself on my last long run before Berlin, because I was so tense and so stressed about work. I only had a window to fit in the long run. And I went out and did it so wound up that I ended up injuring myself because mm. I was so stressed. So Your taper is the time to be kind to yourself, to look back on all of your training and not go, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. But instead, reframe it. I feel a bit like Josie Perry here Mm -hmm. and say, I did do this, I did do that, go me. Also, get loads of good sleep. You don't have to get up at ridiculous o'clock in the morning anymore to go and do your runs. So if you can, and I know it's not possible for everyone because children, life, work try and get a little bit of extra sleep even if it's an extra half an hour in the morning or go to bed half an hour earlier good sleep is key during this time you don't want to get sick either so try like this is prime time for like colds and like just manky bugs hanging around so eat really well get lots of sleep try and stay healthy wash your hands lots and use your extra time that you have that you're not running now not not running and we'll come to that mm. to relax find things like you love reading so read some more books or like do some planning or stuff that's not going to stress you out stuff you enjoy doing but now is not the time to now squeeze in all of the social engagements that you couldn't make during your training or full-on spring cleaning your house or gardening or anything that's going to put your body under extra stress that is not used to um and with the running stuff like keep running you do have to keep running taper is not like cool i don't have to run for a few weeks now Mm. um and with that the easiest way to keep an eye on it is to keep up the frequency but drop the intensity so don't start throwing in hills and um like, like tempos and speed sessions that weren't in existence,
0: Yeah.
2: but keep to what you were doing. If you were doing a speed session every week, let's say you were doing eight reps of a a mile. That sounds like a lot, actually. Let's say you're doing like six by a mile, then maybe it might drop down to like three by a mile. So keep the frequency going, but drop that intensity. Okay. So that that was was really interesting,
1: by the way. I really enjoyed that.
0: so if i'm doing so so um i'm gonna do um i was i was thinking about doing 12 miles this weekend as my long and then next week i i run about three times during the week Mm -hmm. at the moment and they're usually four or five miles
2: something like that so
0: how what do i do with that distance
2: good question so you'll have dropped the long run. So we'll keep, we're keeping the frequency but dropping the intensity. Mm. So with your sort of four five milers, drop those down to like three, four milers. Okay. And then the following week? So
0: the weekend after this, I'm going to drop down to six for my long run. Is that too much of a drop? Should I go down to nine?
2: I think from it's tricky. It's tricky because it you kind of wanna. You're right, here's what here's one thing to note as well. Your runs for the next couple of weeks, you'll probably have some absolute shockers. You'll mm-hmm. if you go and do a nine mile long run, with, like compared to the twenty you've been doing, you might go out and it might feel like you've just run twenty miles because your brain will definitely play tricks on you with that. And you might be like, oh, well, if I can't even run nine miles, how am I going to run 26.2? Like that is definitely a thing. Um, So do be be prepared that that might happen. So your long run next weekend, I'm just trying to get the dates right. Will that be the weekend before the marathon? the weekend before the marathon, yeah. So the weekend before the marathon, like, 60 minutes
0: oh really yeah okay so so really like, drop it down
2: really drop it down like 60 okay. to I'm um, actually 90s even too much like even just a 60 minute easy run
0: so okay yeah. so could okay. so 12 miles this weekend and six miles next does that sound right yeah. yeah 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 okay yeah and and then so if I'm doing three to four miles on on in the in-betweeny runs yeah what about the week leading up to the marathon what am I doing there
2: the week leading up to the marathon. Hill Um So you're running three times a week at the moment? Yeah, uh, four times in total. Four times in, oh, right, gotcha. So you're sort of four, five milers that we're dropping down to three, four milers. Mm-hmm. Drop those right down then to um, a 20-minute easy at the start of that week. Um, and throw in something like ten minutes easy, twenty at marathon pace, so that you can check that pace, see what you you know, if you if you think you've got like a goal pace that you want to do. Can and I then ask a round. Question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Just put a hand up. For the listeners, she put because... her hand up. I put my hand up. Because you
0: said <laughs> at your marathon pace. Now at ten minutes easy. And then going to marathon pace for me would be going slower than easy, in a way. Would my, marathon, it? my marathon pace is really <clears throat> is really slow. It would be, I think.
2: That sounds like you're not running your easy runs at an easy pace, Esther, oh. which is about what ninety percent of the running population do.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> ah, there we go. I think I
2: have one pace. Well, that's the thing as well. And, you know, that is a really tricky thing to, like, balance and work out. Because, you know, if you are a beginner, if you've never run a marathon before as well, you're like, well, I don't know what my marathon Mm -hmm. pace is, it's going to be whatever it is on the day. And so, you know, sometimes putting stuff at marathon pace isn't helpful. I think if you've got a set goal for a time that you definitely know you want to do. So, you know, I'm thinking back to when I was aiming to go sub four, I know that just under, so three hours, 59, 59 is a nine minute, nine second Mm -hmm. per mile pace. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that that was my marathon pace. So what I would do for that run for the easy marathon pace easy is do like 10 minute miles for 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. then do 909 for like 15, 20 minutes and then round it off with 10 minutes at 10 10 minute mile paces. Mm -hmm. Um mm-hmm. um so yeah Esther it sounds like your easy running is not easy enough.
0: Yeah, I do I think basically most of my r- most of my running um un- unless I am cuz I I do try and do the kind of slightly more speed especially a Wednesday is my time for like let's try and bomb it along the towpath. Yeah. Um even if it's not for the whole run it that's mm-hmm. going a bit faster. Um and so aside from that run um it's usually it's usually nine and a half minute miles, I think, yeah. mostly. And then my long run um, is sort of ten, ten minute miles, pretty much on the button. Um, but I, I I'm going to my plan for the for the marathon is to I'm not aiming for ten. So for the half marathon, half marathons, I'm aiming for ten, but mm. for marathon, I, I'm I'm pulling that right back to ten ten and a half or ten even ten four five I think that seems to be but if I if I go that slowly I, I remember going that slowly um or at that pace it's not slowly is it I was going at that pace for the virtual and I remember really sticking to it in the first six miles and that that worked hugely to my benefit I remember yeah. coming out of that feeling fine and fresh and stuff and because I'm not trying to get a time I'm mm. desperately trying not to think of a time That's what I'm gonna aim for. So that's so 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 those last three runs. That it's it's what what did you say? Twenty minutes. Yeah. So drop it right
2: down to to twenty minutes at the start of the week. Then do one. So let's say that's on the Tuesday. Then on the Wednesday, where you would normally do your speedier stuff, do Mm. a run that is broken into a block of super easy, a little bit quicker, super easy, a little bit quicker. Not bombing it down the towpath. Um, then do like a really easy 10-minute jog at the end of the week, like Friday. Yeah. Um, feet up Saturday. Race day Sunday. These are all just little shake out. Get rid of the jitters. Yeah. Get your legs turning over. Get into the zone of, right, I know what's coming up, but also letting the taper do its 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 thing so you know tapering is literally getting those legs to a fresher point you've been hammering them for like 12 16 weeks whatever you've been training Mm. so this is the time that literally they just need to recover Mm. Um, and and
0: the other thing I needed to ask actually as well I think I, I I know the answer to this I think but I think it's worth talking about is i i also know that one of the other reasons why brighton for me was not a great success was because i carried on my other training at the same time so yeah. i was um i still did two boot camps that week and in fact did one on the saturday hopped on a coach down to brighton or, or trained down to brighton and yeah. um and then did the right run, run on on the Sunday and it wasn't. It's a boot camp I've been going to for absolutely bloody years, so I know what's going on. But obviously, it gets changed up, so I can't predict the sort of exercises. It might be squats, it might be lunges, it might be all this sort of stuff. So I'm, I, I sort of assume that in that, particularly in that final week, that I should maybe cut them out. Should I? Yeah, yeah. So did you say you do it twice a week? I do that twice a week, and I do yoga once a week. Yeah,
2: yoga's great. Keep doing your your yoga. at the same intensity and at the same, you know, sort of level that you have been doing, keep mm. that constant because it's great for stretching and it, it's good for your mind as well. Um, boot camp wise, I would say completely cut it out the week leading up to the marathon okay. and then the week before I'd even like ditch the Saturday one.
1: Mm. Okay. So just do it the once.
2: Yeah. just Yeah. Do it at the, at the start.
0: Okay.
1: All right. um,
2: another top tip for this marinoia taper phase is let your nearest and dearest know that you're going to be a bit of a cowbag for like the next couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it genuinely will save relationships. <laughs> 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 just uh, it's like PMS but on steroids.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. I think this week's been fine because this week has just been I've just been doing my kind of usual thing, but kind of not. I feel like it's been fine because I've not been. Holding myself up to the same sort of rigorous standards that I have done since kind of well mm. January, I guess really, of yeah. of of doing quite intense training every single day. So I've been a bit like so mm. so like you were saying about the extra sleep. Um, I've and and this really helps from working from home is that occasionally this week, well twice in fact, that my alarm's gone off at my normal kind of running time, which is twenty past six, and I've turned it off and then turned over and not oh. done it. And, and it done it a little bit later on in the day so i had done it at lunchtime or Mm -hmm. uh, whatever and i didn't do i did not do a run yesterday and i went to spin instead nice good and fun um yeah so oh anna thank you so much
2: (laughs) no Um, problem it's you know i think look Every time we've talked about the marathon, you've been quite, you know, anxious about it and understandably so. This is huge. Like, I am um, not so, I don't, oh God, I don't want this to come across in the wrong way. Last weekend, I did a long run because we're ne- probably nearly at the end for me to reveal this Oh my this God, massive
0: yes! I'm waiting for you to reveal this thing. What is this thing?
2: Well, so, no, so, first of all, last weekend, I did a long run. And I came back and my, um, my other half is very, very supportive of, of my running. He's brilliant. And, you know, I've sort of said to him in the lead up to this, I just need you to kind of step up a bit. And, and this is, these are the things that I need you to do so that I don't have to think about them. But I got back from my long run and he'd run me a bath and I was like, Oh, god! (laughs) I know. And I got in and he was like, I just think it's amazing that you've just gone out and run 25 miles, which is basically a marathon. And there are so many people in this world, including myself who will never ever do that. Like that's a huge challenge in Mm. itself. And you've just gone out and done that. And that's what you've got to remember with a marathon as well. One, you signed up to do this. This is, this is your own doing you, Mm. you, this is, you put yourself in this position. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of people have paid good money (laughs) to put themselves through this. Mm -hmm. So, um, Remember that. um But also, so many people in this world will never even consider this. And same with your half marathon, Holly, like 13.1 miles. Like, so many people will never ever do that. And we've, I think we mentioned before when I was on the pod the last time, we live in our own little echo chamber of running where yeah, it seems like so everyone's half marathon marathons. So and true. they're not, they're really not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it's just super important that you big yourself up, give, give yourself a massive pat on the back for putting all of those hours into training, focusing on on this goal, and also you're about to run a marathon. You're about to run the London Marathon. Yeah, it's so exciting.
0: Oh, <laughs> so now you can reveal your thing, Shorty. Can you? Can you?
2: Yeah, yeah. Go on then. What are you okay, doing? So
0: it's gonna be something bonkers.
2: Um. In At the end of this year, I am going to be running, and I will use that word loosely, from London mm. to my home in rugby in Warwickshire, along the canal towpaths, which is just over a 100 miles. Oh, in- oh my God. Oh, my God. It's That's- the furthest I'll have ever run. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Wait, like in a wanna. In a wanna. Now I will probably take like a 90 minute nap here and there mm-hmm. along the way. But I expect that it will take probably it's it will still be a wanna and it will take probably about 30 hours, I think.
1: Oh Shit. my god, Anna, that is absolutely insane. That's so exciting though.
2: So um, exciting. Are you doing it all by yourself? So I'm gonna be doing it for the running channel. We'll be filming it um, because you can't not film something like that. No. Um, so I will have um, a crew and um, some people running alongside me or cycling alongside me at all points because I am terrified that I'm just going to plop into the canal. Um, mm. It does get quite narrow at places along the Grand Union. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm doing it. It's uh, we're, we're calling it Running Home for Christmas. Oh. Um, and we're, there'll be... There'll be more to it. Watch this space on on socials, um, on Anna the Runner, on Instagram. There'll be a way that people can also get involved with the challenge and um, raise some money for um, homeless charities. So for people who don't have a room to run to for Christmas. That's incredible. Oh,
0: Anna. <laughs> that's, oh, that, that's yeah, I'm, I'm going to
1: burst into tears. So I can't imagine how you oh. feel.
2: <laughs> it's um it's yeah so the training for that like I say like 25 mile long runs I'm doing a an ultra the day after tomorrow so I'm running 40 miles up here um, it's a big bear events one um running from rugby to Lemington and back in a oh, day. My <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> long run. <laughs> how so yeah. tell
0: me what how long is your longest run going to be before you do it?
2: Um it'll be 40 miles mm. in total um for a long run. Um the longest weekly mileage will be a 100 miles in a week and that mm. is looming in the next few weeks. Wow. Um but also quite exciting like yeah. it's really cool doing this because it's new so yes I, I you know i don't want to be blasé about running a marathon whenever i've run a marathon it's been hard like it is a hard thing to do but with this it's quite exciting because these are new frontiers that i'm sort of you know breaking new barriers for myself the furthest i've ever run in one go was race to the king which was 54 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like doing all these like savage mileages every um week is yeah, crazy. But yeah. I learned how to run with my dog yesterday as well. And so Aww. Ralph is going to be coming out and doing some running with me. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's great. Like it's another new thing to add in. So it makes me more excited to go out because I'm like, yeah, I can take Ralph out. Brilliant. Aww, oh,
1: that's nice. so lush. Yeah. yeah oh my god good luck Anna that is so exciting I can't wait to see how it all goes oh thank you so much
2: yeah it's um it's super exciting and um also very terrifying (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: but yeah no it's incredible it's incredible well good luck for tomorrow as well and Mm -hmm. and for like all the upcoming training and stuff and thanks and Loch Ness and yeah
1: yeah Oh, yeah.
0: you've got loads <laughs> loads of stuff to look forward to but yeah wow yeah. so much running so much I
2: running. and I was only saying earlier like the weather gosh the weather has turned have, I've had to put my slippers on today I'm cold yeah I'm cold. I had my bed socks
1: on all day yesterday under my desk <laughs> yeah and I it's nearly like, got the portable like, heater out Oh, I, know, I, yeah. I know Is exactly this? exactly I'm gonna to have to just invest in I need seven pairs of woolly socks and 18 jumpers I think to survive
2: mm-hmm. yeah for sure. thanks Putin for that like, can you remember well it, it was the last time we talked but also literally only about two weeks ago Esther when you ran Great North Run it like it was hot it was yes. too hot not too hot to run but it was like yeah. uncomfortably warm to run it was yeah. 25
0: degrees and now I went running this morning in my first pair of long sleeves since like oh. May. I know
2: look. I've got
1: mine on mm. for my run today and Anna we've all got our thumb holes out
2: if you pardon the expression <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's your podcast episode. Yeah, okay. there okay. you go. Okay. There's out. the
1: snippet <laughs> sorted.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening. Do please email us at wrpodcast at uk with any questions or running stories, as we'd love to include them in a future podcast. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman please hit like and subscribe, that way you won't miss the next episode. For just £2 a month, you can become one of our supporters on Patreon and meet Holly and me at our first live event on Thursday the 29th of September. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. Happy running!